Welcome to You, Me, and Mike. I'm Jen Todrick, otherwise known as the Rambling Redhead on Instagram and the host and designer of No DeMoreno on HGTV. And I'm Mike. And I'm also known as Mike. And he's Mike. Applause. Anyone? <laughs> Applause. Okay. Well, that sounds really important. It's not as important as the third person in this equation, which is you. We love sharing our life with all of you on Instagram and HGTV, but here we get to dive deeper into topics that you suggest. Answer questions you submitted. And share stories that impact us all. It's the finale. Finale day. Can you do like a sick beat or something? Because I can't do good sound effects for like the finale. Finale? You, you like an explosion like, or a beatbox? Let's try an explosion. <laughs> the finale episode. Me, 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 me. Nope. That was good. Try a beatbox now. It's the finale, y'all. Fina- no, wait. Okay, take out the gorilla noises. Just do that. That's beat. not a gorilla. That's, that's a scratching. Squeak, squeak of scratch. It sounds like you're gasping for air. It's a finale episode, you guys. Finale of you, me, and Mike. Mike, that's me. <laughs> okay, and that's I, me. Honestly, that was good. Dude, I like it. I feel good about that. Fun fact: Pentatonix yeah. reached out to me because oh, of my. Pe- I know that yeah, they did. Deep lie. They did. They're like, "Hey, can we do a Christmas special with you?" And I was like, "You know, no. I'm busy." <laughs> That didn't happen. You're so full of Oh, no. It didn't. Someone just, just believed to clarify, you. that one didn't happen. I mean, it could have. It should have. That would, But it didn't. Mike, you would be hilarious in that group because, like, your faces as you do it. Like, you'd be the guy, like, <laughs> off to the back right, like, completely away from the group, just doing oh. a... Oh, and I'd be dancing with my awful moves. They'd be like, please stop. <laughs> I'd be doing, You're not part of the dancing. Be, what is it? What is Vaughn's dance now? His weird, like, Orange Justice dance that he calls know what orange justice is what it's, is that i don't know but remember when he's bowling he's got those moves he looks like he's having a seizure <laughs> i know oh, God. <laughs> i'm like Vaughn, what are you doing he just like flings his arms around and bends over it's 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 a Fortnite dance it's what oh, it is that's where he learns these things yeah so yeah it's popular well hey, we had a great thanksgiving hope everyone else did too we're back recording this is awesome yeah we took a break obviously for thanksgiving week um, and then it was perfect because now we have our finale episode. We asked on Instagram, I asked you guys on Instagram to submit voice memos. We got a lot. We picked our favorites. It was hard to pick, um, but we're really excited. We yeah. have like 15. There's no, a lot of 13. good questions. There's a lot of good questions. A lot of good ones. And it's diverse. There's a lot of different questions, different topics. Yeah. Not all just one thing. A lot of questions. I'm excited. Questions? Yeah. People ask us. Wow. <laughs> we talked about this. <laughs> Do you know what we're doing? Yeah. Okay, great. Totally. We're in a bedroom talking on microphones and, yes. uh, you know, yeah. spreading some love and some joy. So just to clarify, we're not going anywhere. There will be a season two for the podcast. Oh, yeah. It's just a break for you guys. It's not even really a break for us. We'll probably take a break for a week and then we get back into uh, recording season two. Right. Um, that way we get a good chunk under our belt and we don't get behind. Well, I don't, don't want to take any pauses. Let's not... Let's not... Yeah, we... Let's not plan exactly when because we do have Christmas coming up. And exactly. a ton of things going. All so, I'm yeah. saying is don't worry about us disappearing. We're, We're still back. working on it. Season two, just because it's a break for you guys. So. That's some good ones, too. We can do some interviews. We've missed yeah. a few of the topics that we want to talk about, like health. Yeah. And, you know, we got one of our you know, physicians and physician friends is going to be coming on. It's yep. going to be some good stuff. Yeah. A lot of the topics that you guys asked about, we thought, you know what? We're no expert on this, and so let's find one who is who, That's right. who is who is an expert. And so, like Mike just said, we'll bring on my doctor um, who manages my hormones for the hormone topic. And yeah, we have 
we have some fun ones too, some fun interviews that aren't experts, just fun topics yeah. that you guys asked. Yeah, maybe I can interview you. Like all of season <laughs> one? <laughs> we have Jen coming on to talk about being on television. Because hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that like, enough already. Did, didn't we do this last season? Exactly. All right, well, so how are we going to do this? We're going to listen... So here's memos and then we're going to respond to it just like as if they were calling in, right? Because yes. it's kind of hard to do a live podcast. Yes. I so guess you could. I just don't know how to do it. You guys sent in uh, memos. We picked some really great ones that have diverse topics. We'll play them um, so you guys can hear your beautiful voices and then we will respond to the question or the comment. And so again, these are, thank you so much for all of those who not only listened to the podcast, but took the time to record a beautiful mm. voice memo and send it to us. Um, this is going to be a fun episode. Rock you ready? Roll. Let's do it. All right. Hey, Jen and Mike. This is JC from South Texas. And I had a question for you guys. How did y'all become financially savvy and wise? Like, how did y'all learn how to save money, prioritize um, your savings more than your wants and your needs? I am only going to be 25. My husband's only 27. We have two kids, but we want to be more financially wise with our investments and savings. I was not taught how to do anything other than that, but live paycheck to paycheck. And I don't want to live that way. And I want my kids to learn how to make smarter decisions and create those healthy money habits. So if y'all could give me a couple tips, I'd really appreciate it. And I love your show. You guys and your podcast and your family is so adorable. So y'all keep doing y'all. Y'all are amazing. Thank y'all. First off, that was a super sweet comment and yeah. voice memo. That's super good. sweet. It's a good question by JC. It was a very good question. Hi, JC. Thank you so much for submitting this. Um, do you want to take it away first, babe? Sure. So I think the first step in creating wise and um, strategic or intentional savings is to recognize that you need to do it. So the first step is she's already there. Is knowing. Yeah. Is knowing. Yeah. Like it's that, that living beyond your means is never good. And that's the first place to start is looking at what the needs versus wants are. And we all have things in our life that we don't necessarily need. And I want to say wanting is okay. It's yeah. just, is it in a healthy way? And are your wants trying to do something that's not healthy, like create a facade of having money you don't. Is it right. proving something to someone? So having innocent wants is a right. human a human desire. That's right. normal. Yeah. The first the first thing is so when I I was very fortunate I had a scholarship in college. So I didn't have a massive amount of debt. And there's a lot of people that get into debt early on because of college debt or credit cards. The very first thing, in my opinion, is get yourself out of debt. Work on that first because it becomes crippling in the long term. And the mm -hmm. second thing is in the military, it was pretty easy to know when you were getting raises. You got raises every year. It was very kind of scheduled. And I had, this thing is one person at one time told me, it's like, just live below your means, live a rank below you. And didn't really go into things. I was like, that kind of makes sense. I love that. Live a rank below you. Yeah. Li yeah. Li live. Yeah. So anytime <laughs> I got there a- There ranks. That's why, that's <laughs> you know why. what we're saying. <laughs> so, so anytime I got a raise, I just took that money and I saved it. And it was sometimes always like, it was like $200 a month. It wasn't you like... You didn't change like your spending no, habits. didn't change any of my spending habits. And yeah. so, and that starts to compound as your career progresses and things move on. And so the, I always say it's steal money from yourself. It's sort of, you know, savings, taxes, tithing, giving, things like that. That stuff should come off the top first, the very first thing you do. But you have to understand what your needs are and how much money you need just to live on a month-to-month -month basis. And... My take on that is I go back to 2010 where I was living in an apartment with no furniture and I didn't even have enough money to tithe. Like right. I, and what helped me stay on track with that to, I couldn't even really focus on savings that first year or the first six months. 
Um, no, the first year until I got a different job that paid more. Um, basically I would meal plan. I feel like a big way to save money is looking at your meals, Mm -hmm. buying from the grocery store, but even taking it a step further, it takes a little bit of time, but if you plan your meals and then you stick to what you planned on making, so nothing gets wasted and you buy what you need, right. Buy, um, bulk ground beef. And then you try to find recipes that use the same ingredients that you just bought. So nothing goes to waste. That's like the worst thing about cooking is you have sometimes all these leftover ingredients that go to waste. So avid meal planning, I suck at meal planning. I'm not sitting here saying that I do it well. I don't, but I know that is, that's what I had to do back then is I had my meals that I like three that I had on rotation and it helped me have a little bit of money left in my bank account where I was saving. But really as a 21, 22 year old, I was just hoping my car didn't break down and all that money had to go to my car. Um, so yeah, as you go through life and you you make more money or different things start to change, you can up your savings. I know not everyone um, can save right off the gate or yep. even save 20 to 30%, but Mike and I decided early on um, that we wanted to save 30% always, which is high. And so try to go try to go as high as you can. Try to really challenge yourself on if you want something, do you actually need it? And I think the biggest thing is keeping your eye on the prize of what do you want in the future? Right. Do you want that bigger house? You got to keep thinking about that right. every single day. Print off a picture, print off something, put it on your mirror, and it'll hold you accountable. I think another way to hold you accountable is talk to your family members about it and make it known. Hey, we're going to be sticking to a budget at Christmas. This is what we want to do. And most people will be like, that's amazing. Good for you guys. I, or they would respect it. I can't speak for everybody. But that also holds you accountable. Yeah. So to Jen's thing is basically set a budget for yourselves and what your true needs are. And there's nothing, again, there's nothing wrong with spending money. And there's another side of things where people start to save and save and they get so fixated on saving and they forget that. What are you saving for? What are you saving for? What's the long term? And they're skipping vacations and moments and experiences that you can have. Sometimes it's okay to spend money. If you need a new car, it's okay to spend. You can't be afraid to spend money, but it's about being within the means of it. And it doesn't, you don't, saving isn't this get rich quick thing. And that's at least Mm -hmm. one thing it sounded like JC wasn't like this idea, like I'm going to put this money and become a millionaire because that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it can, but it's, you're more likely to lose your money. So being conservative in your savings, setting up a basis of, you know, two months of your salary, like, or two months of what your needs are. That's really what you should have in a savings account is that something happens, your car breaks down, you need cash immediately. You should have two months of reserves minimum in cash mm-hmm. and whatever that may be. And then the rest of that you start, and that's just the savings account or checking account. Like keep and again, that as long liquid. as it's possible, I yeah. literally did not spend any money on anything because I couldn't yeah. whenever yeah. I was early on. Um, but again, if you have money and you're spending it on yeah. new clothes every single season, new makeup to yep. try more frivolous things, you know, could your clothes, do you really have to buy more? Yeah. Like just but, always ask yourself yeah. and that. Again, conservative investments doesn't take that long to actually double your money. I mean, you, I don't know if you know this, Jen, but if you, if you have 7% savings and you save that and you just say you put a hundred dollars in mm-hmm. or a thousand dollars in, you never touch that money. How long do you think it takes to double your money if you had 7%, which isn't, which is a reasonable return. Just say it. 10 years. That's it. Okay. So you can double your money by doing absolutely nothing in 10 years at 7%. That's basically the, the math that equates to it. So you do better and it's awesome. So I kind of look for a conservative standpoint of where your basis is. But the reality is, is also talk to other financial planners and investors and people that if you don't know people, there's yes. plenty of financial planners out there. And there's some that are better than others. And, you know, you just have to interview people and see what they want for your family or what the best needs are and ask them about their fee structures and things like that. But just save. The biggest thing is if you're not saving, if you're not doing anything, or if you're just 
tucking it and putting it on your, you're keeping it in your checking account and not doing any money with it, you're actually losing money with doing inflation. any money with it. Did I say that? Yes, you did. Well, meaning is if you have a checking account with just a bunch of money and that's not even at least in a savings account accruing interest, Growing, right. you're actually losing money because of inflation. Right. That money is actually going down. You know, it's inflation. Gosh, high. this could be a really long topic, yeah. JC. <laughs> with Mike, trust right, me. Point is, get yourself out of debt. Save reasonably, save conservatively, live below your means if it's possible. And I would say keep your eye on the prize and really find something that you and your significant other can agree on as far as what y'all want it, what y'all want to do with this savings right. and remind yourself of it every single day. Yeah. I think that's great. And I really do stand behind talking with family that you can trust and count on because yeah. then they'll support you yeah. and hold you accountable as well. It's like steal money from yourself. It's like, it's like if you have a W-2, the government takes taxes right away. So take money from yourself and put it into an account where that's not your money anymore. That's for retirement. That's for savings. That's for whatever it may be that you're looking for. There you go. Yeah. Hope that helps, JC. <laughs> okay, next question is from Sophie. Who is stronger, the Michelin man or the Kool-Aid man? Also, is the Kool-Aid man the juice or the glass? There is a correct answer. <laughs> that is an interesting question. There's two in these, there. <laughs> two questions. This is a this is a, another hot topic. Okay, these ones are trending. These are I don't this know. is these are this might cause some drama. Okay, I think <laughs> I think that the Kool Aid Man is stronger. I don't think there's any question that dude busts through big brick walls. He's made of glass, like, and he has weight of liquid behind him. So, well, like, glass guess, can shatter. I guess he's bulletproof glass. What if he's like um, shatterproof glass? You don't yeah, know. Or bulletproof, which is so. Wait, is shattered. the is the Kool Aid Man the glass or the juice? My recollection. I mean, I haven't seen the commercials in a long time, but my recollection is when he oh yeah's and he busts that wall. I think his face moves, so I think he's the liquid. Really? I think oh, he's the liquid. I, see, I don't remember any commercials. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm, it would make sense because he's the Kool Aid, right? And he's the Kool Aid Man, but. The legs are coming out of the glass and the arms are coming out of the oh. glass. So maybe the juice is the blood, which is essential. You know what it is? It's both. It's you both. can't yeah, you cannot exist without both. I mean, he could be Kool-Aid man in a puddle on the floor. He yeah, could exist. But if I took the cool. say I say I wanted to, to drink the Kool-Aid man, I just take a cup and I dip it in him and I drink it. It's not like mm -hmm. that cup's turning into the Kool-Aid cup, man. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's gotta be the jar. Okay. It's that specific it's it's sort of like Ooh, it's like Frosty the Snowman. So he's the liquid. Wait, that's no. Frosty Fro can turn any snowman into snowman or into Frosty, right? Why are we it's on Frosty? Hat. Let's talk about. I'm the trying Kool -Aid to think what man. imbues the Kool Aid Man with his magical superpowers of busting through brick walls. And by the way, how mad would your mom be if you like every time you drink Kool Aid, your wall busts down and the dude's in there? It's kind of offensive. <laughs> I mean, as no demo Reno, I'm happy, and I'm, I'll be there. <laughs> I feel like business would build. The dude has some like serious spatial issues. Like, oh yeah. Like it just. Yeah. See, I don't remember the commercials. They weren't like prevalent. I want to say like maybe in the early nineties, but I was only like four or five or six. So I don't remember them that much. It is an aggressive commercial and I respect it, but definitely the Kool-Aid man is stronger. And I think. He's the liquid. I, I think it's both. I think you need both. The end. All <laughs> right. Next question. Okay, I won't lie. Part of me hopes you don't pick this because I will cringe when I hear my voice on a recording because I can't stand it, but uh, I'll deal with it. Also, I can tell you guys that this podcast is amazing. Before you guys released this, I had never 
in my life listened to a single podcast. And when you guys said that you were going to do this, I was like, well, I guess I'm going to have to give it a shot. I've followed you guys for about three and a half years on Insta and love everything you put out there. I love following your family. You guys are so relatable and just seem so down to earth. So I knew it was going to be good and I was right. It's it's great. It's entertaining. It makes me laugh. You guys touch on tough topics also, but it's just really great. And I appreciate you providing us the entertainment and, you know, the advice and all that good stuff. And honestly, can't wait for season two. So thank you guys for doing this. And it's been great to listen. That was super sweet. It was really nice. I didn't hear a question, but that was like a super <laughs> sweet comment. That was really nice. I feel like she's from Milwaukee. Did you hear? Topic. Topic. Well, yeah. I say topic. It's my, I say bang. Or is she from like Minnesota? I don't know. Minnesota. I definitely heard an accent. Thank you so much, Denise. That was a great comment. That was We're, a super, super sweet comment. Um, So kind. It's sort of, uh, sort of feeds us to continue to do more of this, right? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> it is nice to hear feedback that people no, are getting sure. positive impact out of it they're laughing with us and yeah you know i mean a lot of hot topics like kool-aid man and they, oh they can gosh. discuss the hard things <laughs> you know with this job honestly it's not even this job i think it's life in general i think everyone can relate to this you can get a thousand people telling you you're sweet you're a kind person you're a good person something that they approve of you right but then one really loud negative person can really make all those happy things disappear and i hate that i hate that 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 happens to us. Yep. And so it's very, very sweet to hear kind messages. Um, I know it might be, I don't know, some people will be like, you hear it all the time, you're used to it. No, it's like everyone is fresh and new. And I really, really take it to yeah. heart. And it's so, so sweet. So thank you for taking the time to, to send that to us, yeah, Denise. And, and, and we're super happy that you're getting joy out of this. That's yes. really what we're in. Let me some couple tips here and there. And obviously everything we say is from our vo- viewpoint and our perspective and you know, we claim to be no experts, but honestly, it's awesome to hear. Thanks, Denise. Yes. Thank you so much. And you know what? You're welcome. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? Hey, Jen. Hey, Mike. This is Blake Searcy. I actually am just a little south of you guys in Fulcher, Texas. Uh, my wife and I have really enjoyed watching you, Jen, um, on No Demo Reno. And Mike, you crack us up every time we listen to you guys on the podcast. Um, my question for you is, and I know you talked a little bit about it on the uh, Armor uh, podcast from a week or so ago, but we're curious if you guys are considering or have thought um, about franchising the coffee shop. Here in Fulshire, we are growing and growing and growing out here, and a really awesome craft coffee shop would be an amazing opportunity in our area. Hello, Blake. Thank you so much for watching the TV show. That was really sweet. It's good to hear a guy's voice. I know, right? Yeah. I appreciate you and your wife watching so, so much. Thanks for laughing with me because it's definitely not at me. Never, never, (laughs) never at Mike. It's never at me. Yeah. Do you want to? I'm glad that. No, thanks for the comments on that. It's awesome. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we plan on franchising, but we're doing things strategically on the coffee shop. We're growing at a pace to make sure that when we are ready to do it. I feel that like it's, this is big news. Like you just announced that we yeah, plan to franchise. I don't to. think we've ever talked about that. We plan to. Publicly. I know. The t- but the, the question is not if, it's more of matter when. Yeah. And the bigger thing is, is we want to make sure we have enough stores in the DFW area, or at least in the north area where we're around, that we can model the right locations and mm-hmm. have the right 
I guess, structure in structure, place. yeah, right. Systems in place that when we expand, it's ready for our franchise partners that they can succeed. Because I would never, ever, ever want to do something with armor or any human and feel morally sound about it by doing it. That's like a money grab. We want to make sure it's successful and the people that end up partnering with us are as successful as we've been within those shops. But that's the goal. And, you know, once we get to three units, we'll we'll discuss that. So yeah. TBD when the time is, maybe sooner than later. Man, what a tease, Blake. What a tease. <laughs> you got to keep I'm following excited. along for got, all the years. That way you can see whenever this is going to happen, Blake, you got to stick around. I'd say sooner than later. Okay, there you go. You heard it from Mike himself. <laughs> and thanks for... I mean, even inquiring about it. The Gosh, fact having interest, yeah. Yeah, the, the amount of people that have had interest in it. We've had a lot of people request this and see if we're doing it. And you know, the feedback from the shopsmanies, and we have such an incredible team and a great structure and a great, you know, overall quality product and more than anything, again, the, the customer service is incredible. And the feedback from the community and y'all is it's amazing. So thank you for even asking that question. We're honored and humbled to have yes. you ask about doing it. It's it's an incredible feeling and we want to make sure we do things right. Yes. And when that happens, it's going to be such an exciting thing to like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be like bringing part of the community in yeah. and that's just a really, really cool thing. Well, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Totally. So while we're on the topic of Armor Coffee, we launched three new coffees this last week and a whole yes. bunch of merch on the website. Yes. And it, was, it went incredibly well we've had so many people thank y'all so much you ordered yes giving us great reviews but the coffee i really wanted to particularly talk about that because we've heard a lot of people giving us comment they wanted a darker roast they Mm -hmm. want some different blends on it so i launched a dark blend or darker blend called fearless and i think it's amazing and another blend called vivid which is my absolute favorite coffee right now it's it has a sweetness to it it's a lighter coffee and then our original kairos so for this podcast, how about we give everyone 15% off their next order? <gasps> Podcasters get a special yeah. code? Is yes. that what you're saying? I'm saying that. <laughs> 15%, really? Yeah, for their next order. Awesome. One time order. So okay. um, let's use code uh, YMM15. You, y- me, Mike. 15. You, me, Mike, 15. So YMM15. 15. Yes. So okay. the, for the next order, coffee, 15% off So it's coffee. Only, it's yeah. only for coffee. Yeah, let's do for coffee. Okay. We just did one for, for the merch, so we'll do one for coffee. This is the highest promotion that we've done. It's only for the podcasters <gasps> that have been following us along here. Um, wow. And it's and if you already subscribed to it, you can go in your settings there, and you'll get it off your next next subscription order as well. So okay. we get $75 is free shipping, and all subscriptions also have free shipping as well. So What's the website, honey? Oh, Good question. <laughs> Shoparmor.com. No, easy, easier. Go to armorcoffee.com. Right in the middle, there's a button that says online store. Click that. It goes right to the link. And there's a little tab on the three hamburger button. Go to the shop tab, and that's where it goes. It says Next coffee. Yep. You know what's crazy is when I talked about my Instagram, someone said, I've never heard of that thing. A few people said, I've never button? heard of a hamburger button. It's like a menu bar. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's what's literally what it's <laughs> called. It's the three lines. That's called a hamburger button. If you press yeah. that, it's the drop down menu. If you're on the website, it's real easy to manage. But armorcoffee.com, right in the middle, click the online store button there. It'll bring you right to our shop. Um, it's a great, easy navigating Shopify company. You can buy around your former through Apple Pay, which I love. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So again, code YMM15 yes. will take 15% off yeah. coffee only. For your for a one time purchase, yeah, one time purpose, and again, one time purpose. Look, it's it's trust me, just give it a shot. It's it's awesome. Awesome. Hi, Jen and Mike. My name is Hannah. I wanted to send you all a voice memo to say thank you for sharing your life with millions of 
random people. I first started watching you on No Demo Reno, um, which you all were hilarious. And I was really excited to listen to a podcast with continued authenticity and realness. Um, and that podcast truly changed my life. After listening to you and Mike talk about how you both have mutual respect for each other, how you divide up household labor, how you're able to fight fairly, and how you guys share joy. Um, it really made me realize that I'm missing a lot of that in my own marriage and um, also realized that I was probably mentally avoiding acknowledging that. Um, the positive part is that hearing all about that on the podcast has inspired me to start doing work on my own self reading books, listening to other podcasts, asking for help from my therapist. And since I started having those conversations with my husband and setting boundaries for myself, it really has helped improve our marriage. So thank you for helping me and probably a bunch of other people. And thank you for always being authentic and your genuine selves. I got emotional listening to that one. Hannah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, at first I was like, oh, this is sad. This is not good. Like it sounded negative. And then when she said the positive, yeah. Hannah, I want to give you so much, so many props because I feel like being able to recognize that you can grow or change something like having that initiative. Mm -hmm. I've never been through that or a divorce or a close call, luckily, but I feel like, um, that's, a hard thing for a lot of people. It's easier to sit in the filth and the muck and yeah. the uncomfortable rather than have really hard, uncomfortable conversations and actually do the work. Wouldn't you? Would you? Oh yeah. It's a lot easier to, to lift up the rug and sweep it under and just say it's going to get better or just let life and routine continue take to move over. on, take yeah. over. And before you know it, it's just a, you know, pile of dirt under that rug. You're like, and you lift it up and it's everywhere. And so, I mean, awesome. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah. She worked, you know, or leave or like leaving or just, just being taking done. up and just being done too. Yeah. yeah. To work, you know, on yourself and then to, you know, probably, you know, kindly bring it to your husband. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. And amazing. I, I, You're like an inspiration. I'm like, sure yeah. to a lot of people, um, who need to hear that. And you did it a great way by not just going to your husband from what you've said in your voice memo and being like, you, 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 like right. you're actively working on yourself too, right. which who as a husband or a spouse, who could argue with that? Right. As long as you're saying, I don't love the status quo. I'm doing this yeah. for me to help. And I'm not I mean, giving up on this. So good. Yeah, Because it's, yeah. it's, it's an, an active intentional thing to not say I'm done with this marriage. I'm done with you. I'm, yeah. I'm sick and tired of the way I feel, but it's a, I'm not it's happy. I deserve to be yeah, happy, right. which everyone deserves to be happy. But sometimes to get to the happiness, it does require some work. <laughs> that's right. And so that's amazing. Yeah, we, like you know, so freaking cool, Hannah. And Congrats. happiness is a choice, as we say, right? You have yeah. to, to go in with that mindset and the intentionality and, you know, and, and again, yeah, finding joy with each other in the relationship. That's awesome. Thanks for that feedback. That's yeah. a that comment. That's kind of. I wish powerful. you so much luck, Hannah. I wish that, I hope that everything yeah. sorts itself out and you become happy and yeah. not just in your status quo. I hope you are rewarded for the efforts that the you're family. putting into it. You exactly. and your husband and your family. Yes. You definitely be praying for you guys. Amazing. Sure. Yes. Hey guys, it's Blair, Jen Sorty's sister from Tarleton. Question for you. How do you handle Vivi? I had the perfect first son, no problems at all, 
minded, um, was the sweetheart, never got in trouble. Now I have a tiny terrorist, as you say, that's Vivi's age. And I just feel like I don't know what to do because she's complete opposite. So how do y'all handle complete opposite children? This is coming from an only child that does not know how to deal with this. Love the podcast, love the Instagram, and I'm moving to the Metroplex soon, so hopefully we can get our tiny little terrace together. Blair! Oh my gosh, Blair is one of my sorority sisters. Totally, just that voice takes me back to college. She was so sweet. I think she was two years older than me. Just one of the sweetest, sweetest. She seems calm. Very calm. She was calm in college, too. Like her question isn't a calm question. She's like, just like, <laughs> very calm. kind of yeah. chill, and I'm not sure how to handle this. Yeah, she was chill. Was she, she one was of the so purple fun. poops? Blair, I don't, I don't know. Or can you not even tell was. people if you're Purple poop. poo, not purple poops, purple poo. I don't think she was. By the Anyways. way, Jen's college had a secret so- society called the purple poo. It's a real thing. It's a real I'm thing. I'm looking up. I don't understand it. It is a real day. thing. And they wear like garbage bags or something <laughs> well, They wear like masks because you, <laughs> you don't know who's in it until they unmask when they graduate. Ooh. It's fun. Okay, so I think this is a Purple great question. Poop. Sorry. I think this is a great question because we have three different children as yeah. well. Um, everyone's personality is different. And I like the question because I go back to Jen before kids or Jen with just Vaughn. And I remember specifically thinking – this is how I'm going to do things. This is how I'm going to discipline. <laughs> this is how I'm going to parent. It's going to be the same for all of them. This is what we do. Yeah. And then I just got blown out of the water because not the same consequences or discipline or the way you talk to a kid, it doesn't work the same sometimes for different kids who have wildly oh, different personalities. Not at all. I mean, there's there's no, I mean, it's weird because we do think, oh, this kid's easy. They're going to be the same. And mm-hmm. But no two people are the same. No, no two siblings are the same. And I think it is the naivety of of early parenting where you would think that, that your children are, are like what works with one is the other. But yeah, I mean, we, we deal with that between Vaughn and Berkeley and Vivian. They all respond to discipline very different. Yes, they do. They do. It's, and, and what works for Berkeley doesn't work for Vaughn. And, and, and you know, Vaughn responds different ways. And I think it's just finding out what your kid works with. And, you know, Jenna, I've talked about in the podcast well with the parenting one as well about consequences and discipline and consistency and the things like that. And I mean, and I I guess you have to stay with that with all kids, but Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, no, for sure. I think consistency is key as far as like, if you say it, you've got to back it up just because that takes away your street cred in the eyes of your kids. However, how you discipline or what the consequences are can look different per kid I think um if you have really headstrong children then they need more direct they need a more direct approach in my opinion I'm speaking from like my kids they need more cut dry no fluff you did this wrong you get this like it is more stern versus a child who maybe rarely gets in trouble if at all if they mess up it's a more of a lighter tone and more explaining like this is why we don't do this or, and maybe they respond differently because they just, they don't respond well to that harsh, like it breaks them, you know? Vivian is, it can be headstrong at times, but she breaks pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, She does. She's a mix of Berkeley and Vaughn. Vivian, what works for her is rewards driven 
activity. Vi- she is like a yeah. small little puppy dog. But that's very but, rewards but that's driven. What, <laughs> that's what drives positive behavior for her as opposed to consequence driven. It's more about rewards driven for her that she then it's like, okay, you know, she's yeah. okay, I'll do that. You know, like whereas Vaughn is more he doesn't want stuff taken away. Yeah. So his is more the fear of you're gonna take away what I love. Yeah. Um, whereas Vivian is only barely four and she doesn't quite get missing. She's like, I don't need that kind of. So she's definitely more driven, like you said, with treats. So I would say nail down what your wild child responds to and kind of play around with different ways that you discipline. Listen, I am not above bribing. I will bribe (laughs) all day long with a treat. But bribing isn't in the form of like, you've been bad, stop acting bad, so here's a treat. It's not that aspect. No, no, no. Bribing is... If you, you finish your to, meal, or you, get you need this. to stay yeah. in your bed yes. until your light turns green, and that way tomorrow you get to have popcorn yeah, with, called, our, with your yeah, movie. That's a reward for right. positive behavior, and that's yeah. what she definitely is driven towards the positive behavior things. When you remind her of it, she responds to it. But she's also just turned four, and yeah. the reality is, is I mean, Berkeley was kind of an anomaly on her. Like <laughs> she's just always kind of been this chill. She's thing, a but parent pleaser. Big, big yeah. emotions come out at that age. That's super normal. Yep. Right. I mean, I think that's, I think more often than not that age, there is a, a massive amount of new emotions that kids are experiencing in the world. Right. So Gosh, they'll, tell, they'll work through it. Tell me a year <laughs> for some kids. Tell me a year that don't have emotions. I don't know if one, because <laughs> four is a big emotional year, but I feel like once you get closer to like preteen vibes that we're seeing more emotions because they're feeling things. I don't know. I feel like there's, well, they're questioning a lot of things. They're and there's questioning. A lot of that's a good way to put like it. They're, the world, they're, the world is becoming, they're seeing the bigger world. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a whole other. Yeah. Whole other topic. <laughs> which, topic. Which we still haven't quite gotten to that point yet. So exactly. I guess. Our so whole if you're point, following this podcast in six years from now, we can talk about it all. Yeah. <laughs> I guess my point with that Blair is I don't know if there's any information that came from this question, but I think it's um, experimenting as far as what your child responds to in a positive way. What yeah. do you need to do to get them to act appropriately? Obviously, they're not robots. They won't do it all the time, but we're trying, you know, we're trying for that 90%, yeah. right? We want that A. Um, and then obviously, we take it day by day too. And honestly, it's just like food and picky eaters. My kids will eat chicken wings and they love well that's a bad example they love chicken wings say it'll be like a soup mom this is the best soup i've ever had but if i make it the next week it's garbage they hate it and yeah. so it could be the same way what works one week might not work three months later and you have to shift what's and the, it's it's hard yeah and what do they say i mean a lot right now is like some of the hardest things we deal with with kids in the motion especially strong-willed children mm-hmm. it's can become some of the most positive forms of behavior as an adult right if they're right. if they're harnessing that will in a positive way and they're they're strong in their their belief structures and things yeah. like that they can become i mean very confident human beings in it right yeah. you know it's you know you don't want to <clears throat> theoretically break the will but you got to be able to work around it and i mean god's I, made us all unique for yeah. a reason i mean he's given us all gifts and made us different for a very specific reason Something that we've said and I really stick by is we always say you can have these emotions. You can be mad, oh, yeah. but you can't treat people like this when you're mad. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's about identifying what they're feeling, saying you can feel this way. I understand why you feel this way, but you cannot act like this when you feel That's this right. way. And so I think it's just also communicating. Yeah, yeah. That. And, and again, even going back to helping the kid understand what they are feeling, putting words to it. And I've talked about <laughs> in the podcast. Well, it makes yeah. a difference. Children, I mean, even adults, when we don't know what we're feeling, we get 
I mean, you get anxious, right? You get, un, you get, makes you like frustrated. You're like, what, why, what's going on? And helping your child navigate that does make a difference. Like, it's, hey, right now you're just feeling frustrated. It's okay. We have a little, yeah. a barely four year old who walks around. She'll be like, oh, I'm just so frustrated. <laughs> and it's hilarious, but she's right. And she identifies it correctly because right. we tell her, you're frustrated right now. You're mad because it's not going your way. Yep. However, you cannot scream at the top of your lungs right. or you need to go to your room because right. no one wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have our moments where we're really, like, tough and strong. And then we have our moments where Viv's, like, laying on the ground <laughs> crying and I'm just trying to make dinner. And, and like, I'm walk, not. And we step right and over. And I step right over. <laughs> you have those moments where, like, you, you got to. You less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you do. Yeah. You don't realize what they're doing. And that's okay because sometimes you have to get dinner on the table yeah. rather than spend 15 minutes doing that and that's okay obviously you want to not do that majority of the time you want to correct the behavior but you get what i'm saying give and take pick your battles we've all heard it look we have been very lucky for the most part with our children they are honey we have very strong-willed children yes they're very sweet but don't make it like all of our kids are a walk in the park (laughs) no we're look i i look i i don't know i don't know it any other way so to me this is just who how our kids are and for you know what what frustrations and 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 you know opinions they may have despite that being children like it's god made them in that way it's awesome celebrate for who they are and just help guide them to be better people i hope that helps blair <laughs> and also i miss you blair okay me too blair i don't know you blair. don't even know blair. <laughs> hi jen and mike i just wanted to say thank you for your podcast they've made chores like dishes and laundry a lot more enjoyable because I am able to listen to your podcast. Um, my question is, do you think that you guys will encourage um, the university and college route? Or do you think that you'll encourage like more entrepreneurial um, trade school route? This has been a debate in our house the past little while. And I just was wondering what your thoughts are. All right. That's a good question. Because Jen and I've had this discussion as well. So you take this, Jen. You start yes. Thank you so much for sending this in, Stephanie. So this has been a conversation between Mike and I too. I guess I had more of the, like at the very beginning of being a parent and getting married, I had more of like, of course, everyone's going to college. What are you talking about? Whereas Michael get into his, but he's more, um, (laughs) if you're not going to succeed in college and it's not your route, like find what you want to do. And, and now that I sit in it, I guess my advice would be like, I still would love my kids to go to college because it's so hard to land um, a job even with it, a degree. But I would say pick a degree that you have to have that degree in. Mm-hmm. So I guess a trade, if that makes sense. Well, STEM. STEM. <laughs> Science, or technology, medical, engineering. <laughs> exactly. Medical, something, an engineer that you, no one will get the job without that specific degree that you have. Yes. Um, that way it narrows down your competition so much. Right. That's, that's where my heart sits. Obviously, number one, find something that makes you happy. But number two, I would tell my kids, is there anything in these kind of genres that you like? And this is why. Yeah. I, I mean, I think you and I are more aligned than we used to be because you used to say college, college, college. And I was like, my biggest concern with college right now is that it is so overpriced Mm -hmm. for the return that you get in the long term of it. Now I am a huge proponent of, I am a huge proponent of education. I have two, you know, I have a master's degree. I've, you know, undergraduate degree. I've gone to great colleges. I'm very blessed and privileged to be able to have gone to the schools that I went to, but it's, would I, and could I become an, an entrepreneur without it? The answer is yes. I've learned things in business school that I, that made it easier because it's the structure, but I think every child's different. And I think you need to look at 
and and work with them and encourage them on what's what's what their path is because mm-hmm. sometimes college isn't just the education you get there is that life growing experience totally. that happens in your in your late teens that. early twenties that you start to kind of transition from child you know like really kind of childhood to semi adulthood and that's in a very important phase of independence that kids mm-hmm. get and and doing that is is great and. Otherwise, there are some kids that if they're going to go to school and, and just they struggle with education, trades are a great option. They're huge. Yeah. I mean, look at your career field you're in, Jen. The amount of people, the skilled labor that's needed right now yeah. and the incredible, they can be, and you can, you can do really well in the yes. trades. I, and I want to emphasize what you said about learning more than just academic academia in college. I mean, I think of living by myself for the first time, how to navigate tough situations and making good life calls rather whenever everyone else is doing a bad life call or um, how do you deal with friendships that are not working and you're around them all the time? How do you mend that friendship? How do you deal with conflict? There's just so much I feel like people gain in those four years of not being supervised by adult, you know, their parents for the first time. And again, the, the cost of education, it is looking through what is, what's, why does that child want to go to that school or that young adult or what's the need and what's the return on? And there are some schools out there, some of the, the Ivy leagues and top tens that actually get a really good return on it and they are expensive. But if you're, but there are, you, you know, so you can start at community colleges and you go two yes, years there, get your that. under, get, get the, the prereqs knocked out. And do I didn't, things. I didn't as a kid. I didn't agree with that. I don't want to go to community college. Right. I wanted to go to four yeah. year university, but now that I'm a parent, um, I understand that it's, angle and I'm sure our kids yeah, won't understand it, it either, is either. So and expensive. I'm going to have to explain it to them, but I'm sure, I'm sure I'll be doing the same thing that my parents did, which is trying to tell right. me to get all yeah. of my basics done at a community college. Yeah. And, and just to reemphasize my opinion of college is definitely which ends as well. If you're going to go do something that you have to go to college for a degree, because it doesn't mean that those those people or those, you know, adults are going to have to do that job. You can be, get a nursing degree and, and then become a teacher or become a salesperson. And I'm an engineer by undergraduate and I went into sales and now I'm in entrepreneurial world. And so it's, it, yeah. it, you're not, you're not completely, I guess, compartmentalized in what you degree to do, but if you get it, you know, and again, no shame on people that have liberal arts degrees. It's just harder to get a, yes. <laughs> to get, you'd have to go back to get a nursing degree. Yeah. Shoot, even my degree of fashion merchandising, does it come into play for what I do now? Absolutely. Sure. It's all about spatial arrangement. Yeah. There's so many things, interior design classes that I took, yeah. of course. Um, but it's, you know, whenever I was working more on the retail side of things before I had kids, uh, people above me didn't have degrees in what I did at all. Right. And so I was fighting against a much more competitive pool of people gunning for the same job. Right. So that's kind of why I have my stance on like find a specific trade that you need this degree for. I also think it's very, number one is listen to your kids. They don't always know what they want to do. I wanted to be every profession under the sun (laughs) as I was a child. So I'm, you know, use, I don't know, listen wisely and and make your choices a parent wisely. However, I think the worst thing to do is to force a child into a career path that you think is going to make a ton of money because that's what we as adults think is successful. And now that we've lived life, we know being financially comfortable, it is, it makes life easier, you know, as long as it's not an excess of money, um, it makes life easier typically. And so we want the best for our kids and it comes out of love, but gosh, resentment can follow and kids can have really unhealthy relationships with you and even just be unhappy in life that can lead to other things. Especially if they're trying to displease you. And, And I can tell you at West Point, the people who quit really early were the ones that went there because 
they, their fi- they were to. forcing them or they were expected to do it or it was familial and they were right. literally the first to be like it is not worth it i'm out so right. yeah listen to your kids and the same thing encourage because education should be a joy and i know it sounds like Ugh, that sounds like such a death, school. but it really should be it should be something that they're gaining lessons and, and growing in life and in, in loving knowledge it's you know, right yeah good question great question Today's episode is sponsored by Schlag. If you have not heard of these keypad deadbolts, you have got to look into them. I just got one for my garage door because I am so sick of trying to get three kids into the door, my groceries, backpacks, soccer balls, whatever I have, and trying to dig for the keys in my purse and then unlock the door. With this keypad lock, there is no need to hide your spare keys anymore. The deadbolt and keypad lever provide the convenience of keyless access. I have got a code set up. Enter my code, walk in through my door. Schlage is America's most trusted lock brand. It's trusted in over 40 million homes today. And in over a century, Schlage has provided a peace of mind to millions of homes. I'm about to be one of them. I am super pumped. They have different finishes. They are very, very pretty keypad deadbolts. They're ideal for, you can put on your front door, your side back door, your garage entry like me. There's no wiring and universal latches slide easily into place. They require no tools, no manual adjustments, and it's guaranteed to fit your existing pre-drilled doors. The Schlage keypad lever or keypad deadbolt lock offers a variety of different styles, finishes that can match to the home decor you already have. Their keypads will hold 19 codes that you can give to family and friends that you trust. They're customizable and they come with pre-programmed codes. That way you can use it immediately and then you can change them to the codes that you want to use. If you yourself are interested in purchasing your own snazzy Schlage keypad lever or keypad deadbolt, please go to www.schlage.com. That is spelled www.schlage.com. Again, schlage.com. Hi, Jen and Mike. This is Kim from Illinois. First of all, I just wanted to say I love you guys and I'm so happy you started this podcast. It brings a smile to my face and tears of laughter um, on my drives to work and I love all that you share with us and I'm not married nor do I have children yet but I have soaked in all of your tips and tricks and advice of how you guys do life together. And I just appreciate everything that you've shared. So thank you. Um, My question is, um, for each of you, if you can pick one moment where you stepped back and you just looked at what was going on with in your marriage or with your family and you just thought like this is it this is joy and happiness and I wish I could live in this moment forever what would that moment be for you if there is one I feel like this is a hard one and it's because I feel like I have a very happy joyful life I don't know I I feel like the moments that people like looking in, like being on a TV show or like doing the Lego, the red carpet, interviewing the frozen two cast. None of that's it for me. It's like uneventful things like in my house. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like Christmas morning, I feel like. What about you? I can't put it to one exact moment because I, much like you, it's the, it's the moments during the day and the achievements of the kids and, and, 
you know, yeah. again, your accomplishments to you. I find joy in that. Like yesterday, all of us sitting on the couch watching a Christmas movie. And yeah. We're all together and the kids totally. are calling, everyone's holding, you know, like the worst with movie other. we ever watched guys. Bad. Home Alone 4. Don't do it's it. It's really, really <laughs> bad. Mike and I would look over at each other. What? Probably 15 times yeah. throughout that movie miserable we were literally just there for the kids and eating popcorn with them but but those are the moments and yeah vaughn and berkeley playing randomly playing and creating this whole like adventure game with dice that they just made up and Mm -hmm. you know vaughn you know getting a hit in baseball and berkeley winning you know winning in soccer games it's like every moment you when you were on the red carpet that i mean the joy i felt for you and and i mean i can tell you Mm -hmm. it's it isn't related to armor it's not related to graduate you know graduations mm-hmm. with degrees it's not awards to me it's the moments of the family and i think it's yeah. just it's trying to live in that moment of intentionality and seeing it where you feel it and you step back and you look at your children and you're looking you know you, know, you, did, you said you didn't have children but you even in your life you can step back and look and say wow this is pretty awesome mm-hmm. and it is and it's and that's intentionality it's the moments where I'm the most relaxed because that's when i have those moments yeah. i have my mind is calm enough to be like this is good. And those big moments of television or (laughs) being in front of, you know, interviewing celebrities, I'm stressed in that moment like that, you know, and I usually don't get stressed, but like I'm in the zone, I'm working. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's not where I'm like, this is my joy. I'm grateful. I know that I have once in a lifetime opportunities and I'm so blessed and grateful that I get to experience doing what I love. But dang, like when I'm on a couch and in no bra, pajamas, fuzzy socks, the kids are playing. Yeah. That's when I'm at ease. That's like when I'm the happiest. I'm also a very big homebody. Do you know what brings me joy? What? Your laugh. I have the worst laugh. I know, but I you're love lying. It. I'm Berkeley's laugh is le- Vaughn's le- laugh. Legitimately, like, Jen, even when we were playing dominoes the other day, and I was goofing around <laughs> with the wine, and I see you genuinely laugh, and like I can actually. Oh, at your fool. mom? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you were making me laugh big time. <laughs> but those those things of of I don't know, seeing you laugh and seeing you happy brings me joy as well. And I I, I think it's because it makes you feel funny. <laughs> it's not. You're that. like I'm so funny. <laughs> it's not about me. I'm ever. just kidding. It's always about me. It's, that's, that's, <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I, it's, You're right. Like dominoes brings me immense joy. Yeah, I how, love playing dominoes. To nail it down to one exact moment is hard. I can say yeah. I or, think it's calm family. Calm family times is what gives me the most joy. Yeah. I guess that's a way for me to put it into words. Find, Calm family you in my house. I think it's whenever you feel love and you feel yeah. connection, that's yeah. always the point where the, the joy comes through. And it's, I think know. a lot of people would relate to that. Yeah. I do. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's, I don't know. Maybe I said the cha- most generic yeah. answer. Cause ever. the truth is it's even through chaos though, out, you know, when, the, when the storm calms and it always does it always will like yeah. that's the thing is when we're when we're going through hard tumultuous times in the moment you, you can't see past it but when it's through and you look back and you reflect in the growth that's created there's a lot of there's a lot of things that can be happened you can always find joy in afterwards yes. at least yeah i agree yay wow that was a hard question but i liked it <laughs> so we answered that by not answering it i think we answered it we just had to take four minutes to get there but we right. did it there you go what is the top trait that you both carry that you hope to instill in your children? Love you guys. You want to start? <laughs> Jinx. Yeah. You start. Um, That's a good one. 
It is a good one. I think there's two things I would say. I'm not going to just do one. Wait, first, first, wait, first I want to say, hi, Shannon. <laughs> I didn't even say hi, Shannon. <laughs> we're going to we're acknowledge you. Thanks for the question. We're going to go. Yeah. I'm like, I get in the zone. Like, I, I answer these questions. Hi, Shannon. Thank you so much for submitting this hi, question. Hi, Shannon. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make, let's double down. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. <laughs> um, hi, Shannon. I think the- Hi, Shannon. The number one- Hi, Shannon. <laughs> it's too much. Go ahead. <laughs> um- I want my children to have a great sense of humor. And I'm not saying I have a great sense of humor. Are you saying you, yeah. I you say do, I want them to have a better that. sense. I want, but it's not just them, because sense of humor isn't just being funny, but it's also like laughing and being joyful. Being, being able to laugh at yourself. Laugh at yourself. And, and it's not self-deprecation, but it's just seeing that there can be happiness in yeah. all moments of life. And I don't know, if I would say I'm probably more positive. I can get stressed and be a toot as well. But for the most part, I try to, to just try to be as joyful as I can through it. And, yeah. and the other one would be is I, I, I do hope our kids continue to learn and continue to push themselves despite whatever successes she they had. She said one trait. I know. But Mike, those, top trait. Do, but do you think... Singular. I, but if there's two things, would you say, do I keep trying to better or just better like learn and grow and do new things? I mean, that's not always a good thing. No, you do. You're constantly like taking on more. That's about, a whole nother about, topic. It's not about taking on that's more. That's a whole nother topic it's about you, learning. Michael. Continue yeah. to learn. You like to learn. Yeah, I do. You like to learn. I grew up with a best friend in high school, and she got, I think, three degrees and is a stay-at-home mom now. But she loved to learn, yeah. like loved fueling in her brain. Um, top trait that I have that I hope my kids have. I mean, my brain instantly goes to confidence. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's something that I do, I'm grateful for that I don't, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's like genetic. And I also think it's like the environment I was raised in yeah. contributed huge to it. Um, and the reason I say that it's in me too, is like you have kids that are in very loving uh, families, very, and they are encouraged and they still suffer from things. Sure. Right. And so that's why I say that. But I think confidence is a superpower. I think not getting your feelings hurt a lot is it makes life easier. And I yeah. do, I am grateful for that because I don't spend a lot of time. I don't like spending a lot of time in feelings like that. And it makes, keeps me happy. And I like that. Do you, do you think that's learned or do you think that is, is intuitively in you? Cause you said that so much and I'm curious what you're thought. I think both. I think I have that in me because I know it's easier said than done. I know a lot of people, um, women and men that they can't, they can't, I hate to say fake it till they make it because I want that true confidence in them. I, I don't want them to have to fake it. I think it's also learned. And I say that because if I start to think about something that I don't like and that brings me down and it kind of makes my mood bad, I instantly say, nope. And I pivot and I think of something else and it's done. I'm done. I'm not in my feelings anymore. And right. I know a lot of people, if there's Who? therapists out there are going to say that's unhealthy, but I really would go against that because it's not like I'm burying it down. It's I truly move on and yeah. I don't give it the time of my day. And that's something my dad would always say yeah. when I was younger, he would say, can you control it? And I'd say, well, no, it's my friend. I can't control or whatever in school what was happening. And he'd say, then don't think about it. You can't control it. You can only control you. Why are you giving it the time of day? Mm -hmm. And I would say, you know, I would, I would learn. I'd be like, well, because I can't stop yeah. thinking about it as a kid. And I really do feel like you can train your brain to say, shut the heck up. And then I shut the heck up and I move on yeah. and I focus on something else. So it's probably a little bit of both, right? I really feel yeah. like it's a superpower. And if we can teach our kids that, we're just going to get, we're going to make them so empowered to guard yeah. their hearts and to love themselves more. So one thing I used to ask my sales team all the time, mm -hmm. what is the difference between confidence and arrogance? 
I feel like confidence is genuinely loving and knowing what your value is and and believing that. Yeah. Where arrogance is trying to prove it to people and tell people because yeah. you don't actually I, believe it. I agree because I think it comes down to the word humility. Yeah. And knowing that somebody's always going to be better and if someone you, will always be yeah. better and, and that's if you part mess of confidence. Up, and if you mess up, acknowledge it and sometimes laugh at yourself like that was a boneheaded thing to do yeah. or admit to the mistakes you've made and things because that humility is just knowing that yeah. we do not have things figured out. We are not better than yeah. anyone else in this world. And we are literally, even on this podcast, pontificating things that we are still growing through ourselves, right? Yeah. So yep. I think oh, yeah. that's awesome. I but I, I would say more than that. I'm glad you said that one because if I would have said one thing to you, I'd have been like your confidence because yeah. it's, it's genuine and it is humble and it is really, really, really um, awesome. Because Thanks. you aren't, you. I mean, I have. To, don't get me wrong. I don't. I have times where, like, I'm like, oh man, that stinks. Or I wish I was out of strength in that. But I just move. I don't sit in that, and no. I don't like sitting in feelings. And that's just my personality. <laughs> I have a lot to offer to the world, and so I move on, and yeah. I do something to take my mind off of it, or yeah. I don't give it. I literally will tell myself to shut up in my brain, mm-hmm. and basically make fun of myself in my head, and then I move on, yeah. and and. I, again, it sounds unhealthy, but I'm telling you, it it brings me, it gives me, it lets me feel joy yeah. more often because I'm not sitting in like what I feel bad. I could yeah. easily tell you what I suck at and what I'm not good at, but like, stop, move on. That's right. That's awesome. I love yeah. it. Good question, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. <laughs> hey guys, I am an avid listener of your podcast and also follow you guys on Instagram And just wanted to thank you for your amazing podcast, the stories that you share, the laughter, the tidbits, um, your journey of faith. I just love it all. Um, I usually take a walk when I'm listening to your podcast and I find myself laughing as I'm walking and just really enjoying the time. I just wanted to thank you for um, your authenticity and standing up for what you believe and all of your content is just super amazing, family friendly. And I just really, really appreciate it. And I think you guys are amazing. Our whole family loves watching you and, um, keeping up with all of your crazy life stories and, um, fun things that you do. So thank you for all you do. And just wanted to let you guys know that happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Thanks, Cassie. First off, Cassie, I feel like you should read audiobooks for a living. <laughs> she has a wonderfully calm voice. It is. It is it's so soothing. Remarkably and more smoothing than smoothing. <laughs> smoothing than what is what? How would you describe our voices? Oh, mine's harsh. I feel like I don't know. Yours is a good voice. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, not I think better. Cassie's is still better. Cassie's is way better. But than that our was voices. awesome. Happy holidays to you as yes, well, Cassie. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Um. That is, sweet. that is really sweet, and and we're glad and and humbled and proud to be doing this if you all are getting something out of it, and one thing Jen and I will always do is the only people we can be is us, so yeah. like I don't know what else, to, like, we don't want to pretend to be anyone else other than who we are. And I know we always say, like, this is our perspective, but, like, I just, I want to hit home every single time that a lot of you guys might not agree with what we're saying, and that's okay. You're just listening, and you don't have to. And that would be really boring if the whole world thought the exact same way, right? So we believe in what we believe. We'll talk about it. Hopefully it doesn't tick you off, you know? That's the main goal. And if if it does... You don't have to listen. You don't have to listen. <laughs> How do you say that nicely? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you don't, it's just, this is okay. But Thank yeah, you, Cassie. Very, awesome. very sweet. And I'm glad that your family listens long as well. That is cool. Because we, Jen, 
and me, we're both, you know, sometimes I call myself a PG-13 Christian. I sometimes have a choice word You are more there. than me, but for sure. But this, like, everything she puts out, we want it, we don't want our kids listening to these things someday and being like, oh, wow, you know, like, yuck. So, yeah. yeah. No, my thing is. But it's not always kid. It's not always, like, direct. I mean, this isn't a children's no. podcast. By I'll, no, and I'll warn on Instagram if, like, there's something. But there's really not anything I share over there that's not, you know, kid-friendly. And the reason behind that is I've been a stay-at-home mom, and I know what it's yeah. like to multitask and be changing a diaper but want to be listening to yeah. someone. And so I never want you to feel like you can't um, – my voice can't be in your house because kids yeah. are listening. Well, so that's the thing. But, yeah, you're, you don't swear <laughs> ever. Uh, oh, that's a lie. I do sometimes, like, especially if it's like a good, like a more of a joke. Yeah. Like the H word, you know, yeah, if I, I don't get know a little, little joke a swear in. anymore. <laughs> it's a place. I guess right until I tell Berkeley. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not perfect, but I, there's just, I don't think the, the place to do that is like on the internet. Like, what are you trying to prove? So anyways, thank it's you awesome. so Thanks. much, Cassie. Love it. Well, I recognize that Vaughn and Berkeley and Vivian are young I'm still not looking at colleges today it's coming it's coming right because the days are long and the years are short um, what does that look like with your businesses are you doing this um, for the kids right for their future do you think that it's something they may want to take over one day or is this going to be something you sell off and then you guys travel the world when they're gone to college so it'll be interesting to hear um, what you all plan to do um, with all of your adventures um, once the kids are grown and gone to college. Mary Kay, thank you so much for that question. That's yeah. a good one. That's another that deep, one. One, that that we deep one. You go first. You want me, you want yeah. me to go on this one? Yeah. Um, I mean, college for, I guess, Vivian, what is it, 13, 14 years from now, right? Only 14? Right, it's 14 years from now. <gasps> It's, it's harder though. As Vaughn's only eight years from now. Stop. Not even eight. Shut yeah, up. Right? It's crazy. That, <laughs> crazy. That in myself is like, wait a second. What? We've been married longer than that. And he's going to be I in college. Know. Anyway, yeah. now I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to leave. But it, so I would say with Armor, I, Armor's not, we didn't start Armor or any of these businesses just for the intent of like, this is for our children. We're only doing this for our children. Some of this is, is worth Nor the, is it to sell it off instantly correct. and like make a quick buck. Yeah. That's not it. But I want, when I when I went through the entrepreneurial journey and I kind of referenced this in one of the other podcasts, I did want to build and grow something that I could teach and have opportunities for my family to learn and grow and show something to the kids that I've done. And there's a little right. bit more to that. But if it's something that we're still doing and we're in it, I, you know, I would say 13 years from now, I hope it's not as the grind that we're doing the day to day, the amount of hours we're putting now. I do hope it's a little bit less and, um, in how that looks, you know, is, is kind of in God's plan. And we're taking things literally day by day, year by year. Mm -hmm. And as we progress, I would, you know, if there was something that with the business was distracting from needs of our family would i consider selling the business it was in the best interest of our family right. of course it would right do i have any intention of selling it no do mm -hmm. i would if vaughn want or berkeley or vivian says hey dad i really would want to work in the shop and learn things and grow through the business would i give them that opportunity heck yeah because yeah, i think yeah. that's a cool thing but you know i don't know i mean the, the answer to that is, is is who knows and you know i don't think we overthink things and we talk about that a lot of times in in in, in how we plan like we plan we have 
day-to-days that we plan for, we have long-term goals, but as far as for where things are headed, and if there's a definitive mindset of like, I'm going to sell this when it becomes this much money and I'm done. I was about to say, if someone, I was about to say, if someone came knocking on our door and offered us an insane offer for the coffee shop, would we totally entertain it and then maybe take that money and start something else? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we're, yes, you would. Are you kidding? Well, it depends you're on so what it is. On, you're yeah, so like yeah, wanting yeah, to do. I mean, yeah, if, if it was something egregious, for sure. I mean, you're like, okay, well. But, That's what I mean. If but, it was like mind-blowing, yeah. like not even worth that much, and they were like, we just want it. Like, yeah. we, we can't sit here and say we wouldn't. We would. No, I, don't if think it, any, I don't think any business, I think any business owner doesn't say that is lying. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like, I will never sell. I mean, there's, you know, Firestone Walker is a brewery. That just wasn't our intention. Yeah. That's not our intention. There, there's a brewery owner uh, that had, Many, many years it said, I will never, ever, 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 ever sell a room. OG, we've done it. Guess what they did this year? Sold. That's right? what I mean. I don't want to be that person because <laughs> yeah. you don't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, you know, but again, growing and teaching kids hard work and effort and, you know, the the, the things that they see us doing and modeling those behaviors, I want them to be able to take good strategic risks. Shoot. Life. Mike does that even outside of the coffee shop. These four kids, when they have a lemonade stand or a snack stand, <laughs> Mike makes them buy the snacks with their own money or if they don't have money they have to take I give them a loan they might give them a loan with slight interest and they learned about what interest yeah. means and then they have to pay him back from the money they made it's just a very intense yeah. like snack the, but berkeley is seven and she knows how all that yeah. works she knows what interest is an inventory an and inventory yeah. yeah like overhead costs they know what all that is because mike incorporates that in like the simplest and they really love it they think it's very fun vaughn funny story Vaughn even printed a Venmo remember that the the QR code for Venmo so when people would be like I'm so sorry we didn't have cash Vaughn's that kid that's like it's okay we have a Venmo here you can scan this and like how do you argue that like it's so it's so uncomfortable at first but every neighbor laughs and they're like I respect this kid and they end up buying something so we've done it maybe three times in the last year and I'm proud of the kids a lot two out of the three times one of them they kept all the money which was completely fine the other two times they donated the money. Oh, remember that yes. both times like, to bring cancer yeah. research. So of our brother-in-law, that's yeah. right. And it and it was and it's that's kind of cool for them to be able to to have the opportunity to give as well. And I know this is a little sidetracked from that question, which yeah. is a great question. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, again, as far as for what's going to happen when the kids go to college and to our businesses, we're going to sell it and travel the world. Look, it doesn't mean that we can't still own the business and travel the world if the business is doing well enough as well. And we'll see what where, where God takes us. But the thing more than anything is, we want to build something that's sustainable, that has good connection to the community, that has good values and good morals and good opportunity for people to have a place to work, right? I that's like, what we want to have. Lot, that's, that's what we want to build. I feel like traveling the world with a four-year-old sounds horrible. That's like, gen- be 13. Don't, she, I don't we're talking, to, oh, okay. we're talking when they're I know. in college. I just mean like right now, <laughs> if someone oh, offered no. us to sell, I'd be like, no, no, don't make me travel the world with a four-year-old. It sounds horrible. So people do it. There's like, there's like bloggers out there that do that. I know, but I think behind the scenes, is it, is it as flawless as they're leading on? No, there's no way. Uh Uh-uh. It's, it's a struggle bus. I think with a lot of kids. That's a good question though. It's, and again, I don't know. I mean, again, what are we saying? We don't know exactly where God's going to put us in this one. Good job, Mary Kay. Do the best we can. Good question. Good job. Good, good question, Mary Kay. And and franchise it, right? Yeah. (laughs) 
Todrix. My name is Whitney and I am a huge fan all the way from Nova Scotia, Canada. Um, I just wanted to say thank you for all the entertainment. I have been following along on Instagram for years and you are the one account that I always, no matter what, make sure that I go and watch every single day. Never fails. I make sure to check in on your stories. And of course, I love the TV show and now the podcast. And I just think that you guys are awesome and hilarious and you give us a glimpse into your life and it's it's just very entertaining. And I love watching you guys all the time. So that sounds really creepy, actually, when you say it out loud. But you know what I mean. Um, my question for you is, what is something that you are really excited for in your future, whether that's the near future or far from now, as a couple, individually, as a family, whatever you think? Bye. Whitney from Canada. We got international. Hi, Canada. I was going to say Hello, caller. Whitney. It's not a caller. International voice memo. <laughs> voice memo. <-er. laughs> that, yeah. that was nice. That was a super, super sweet comment. Thank you so much for following on Instagram for so long. Yeah. I don't know how... Every time someone says they've been following for years and like they watch every day, I just am grateful for that because I, I don't know. In my head, I'm like... I feel like people get sick at some point. They're like, they got to get sick of me, right? Where they like go through phases <laughs> where they don't want to listen anymore or watch. I don't know. So it like is a huge compliment and it makes me feel really, really good just yeah. as a person. That's not, so thank let, you. let's be honest. I'm not here for you anymore. They're, they want to see a little glimpse of me. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I know. I know. It's very true. Your IG is built, your, your built off me. <laughs> yeah, right. Like really on it. <laughs> um, question was, what are we excited for for the future. This yeah. is another like deep one that I you actually start have to, with like, this because I started with the last oh, one. You gotta start oh, with this one. You go. Out. It's so funny because people ask me questions about the future all the time, and the best like description of like what I feel like when I see the future is I see this road, this black road that goes into fog. It's hmm. Like I don't know what the future is, and I don't want to know. I am one of those people that's I like to kind of fly by the seat of my pants and let opportunities come as they may. Um, rather than like chasing, it sounds really bad. It sounds like I'm not like motivated. I don't know. I just, I'm very motivated. I'm very motivated, but I don't, I like goals. I like attainable goals. Yeah. I don't like to say my dream is because a dream sounds fluffy to me. But you know it's what not I'm saying? fluffy. But it, in my brain, it does. Okay, well, there you go. I acknowledge. Do you see what I'm I saying? I hear you when you say. So <laughs> it, like, yes. When you say like, my dream is. It's like, it makes it seem like it can't happen to me. Whereas yeah. if I say my goal is, True. it like takes it a it's, serious it's notch. It solidifies it. Yeah. It solidifies yeah. that I'm going to do it. Because you're taking steps toward in action towards exactly. that Exactly. Yeah. Whereas a dream is like you dream about it. Like, yeah. oh, wouldn't that be nice? Like it's something you out of reach. Yeah. I, I don't know where that came from. But I guess I have goal. I don't even know what my goals are right now. I My goal was for the show to do three seasons. And I'm about to start filming my third. Yeah. The future is I really pray every single day and hope that I have happy kids as adults. Right. That's like something I will lose sleep over. Like, are my kids going to be happy? Right. Um, that's not like happy. a big they, thing. It's not just about happiness. I mean, happy. you want your children to be happy, but they need to grow and learn and experience things. And not totally. every moment. Of your, like, totally. you want them but to like, grow to be functional, well-rounded, yeah. capable, 
coping human beings. I just want them to be in happy marriages. Yes. I want them to have jobs they yeah. love. Stable. And again, Stable. In, I, want and, and I want I want to have children that can that can navigate problems. A and, boat. And, <laughs> <laughs> an I airplane. Want a, I want a kid that can have a boat and we can just come on yeah, it every yeah. once in a while and not have to wash yeah. it all the time. Yeah, because I think if you uh, my my only counter to that is if you just want only happiness only happiness, yeah. happiness. No, you, I get it. kids in, need to learn skill sets to be able to cope with problems. i mean duh the worst right. thing ever is when people believe do shelter what, do what feels good or like yeah. only what makes you happy right. you can't do that that's not no. smart um goes well, people, everything against we believe well, trust <laughs> me there's there's a lot of people in this world and country that actually believe just do do whatever you need to do whatever is whatever is going to bring you happiness but it's unhealthy yeah. and that just yeah. will lead to sadness in a lot of ways i think happy. but anyways it's a choice um yeah, so so you're. No, my answer, my answer sucked. I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm ex- everything revolves around my kids. Yeah. When I think about like what I want to know or what I'm excited about for the future, it's all the kids stuff. It's like I'm excited to see them as adults, but also I hate that they're growing. Yeah. And getting older. Uh, look, I I think a specific timeline and saying within this year's, I'm happy with that. I'll be happy or I'll be excited with if this happens within five years. Look, we've had so many delays. You do that more than I do, though. Well, I say we've had so many delays on the brewery. I'm going to be excited when the doors open. <gasps> Funny yeah. story. I'm going to be super excited. Funny story. Mike always writes himself or the family like a note. Yeah. And then he, when we're packing up the Christmas tree for the next year when we open the Christmas tree box, yep. and they're always epic because there's always one nugget that's hysterical. <laughs> like for the year 2020, he put 20 or not, 2019. So it was, it we was, were opening it yeah. 2020. Well, we packed the ornaments up in the year, right? So 2020, I wrote that in January 2020. So Mike was like, 2020 is going to be the best year ever. It's going to be epic. And it was like, oh, that uh, didn't age well. It was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> And this year we opened it up and read it. And it was like, by this point, the brewery is up and running. And it's like, In a parenthesis, hopefully. And yeah. I was like, Oh, that was painful. Yeah. It's just always a nugget of something so funny but that he writes. I think, I think if you have, if you get too linear in your pathway to what your goals are, you can get distracted, discouraged, unhappy, frustrated. And that's the whole thing with entrepreneurship. Timelines are always going to be different than what you expect. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's similar to you. Like, what am I excited about? Yeah, I'm excited about the brewery open. I'm excited about expanding Armor Coffee. I'm excited about seeing your season three come out. I'm excited about what the future is going to bring your career. I'm super excited to see where God brings our children in life. Like, what are they going to college? Are they going to the trades? Are they going to be an entrepreneur? It's like, what, what's God going to do with them? And then, yeah, I mean, you know, then eventually, yeah. like, we'll have a whole other phase of life when we're, you know, knock on wood, grandparents and things like that. That's going to be, it's, right. I don't know, but, like, there's... Man, I mean, this, yeah. we blew it on this question. It's boring. Yeah, but I, but I think it's, I think, I, I look at this as celebrate and be excited for small things. And yeah. if you celebrate small victories and celebrate small accomplishments, you can have more, you can be excited about a lot of things in life. Have a lot more joy. Yeah. Totally. Well, I hope that answered that question, I'm excited. Whitney. I feel like we did. I'm excited to know what soup we're going to eat tonight. Okay. Because you're on soup making, like, like, binge. It's been awesome. I'm a soup queen. You are. I'm so good at it. You literally, this this podcast can be sponsored by your soup channel. <laughs> <laughs> Soups and, like, orzo pastas. I love in the fall. Okay. Anyways, thank you, Whitney. Thanks, Whitney. Would you guys do a brief recap of the past 10 or so years of your time together, like No Demo Reno and Armor Coffee and all the kids and just just everything that's kind of been really impactful for you, just for kind of a quick recap. Hello, Luke. Luke, Luke, Luke. Man, that's kind of hard. It's a really easy question. <laughs> no, not really. 10 years. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, it's called 
I don't know. My whole Instagram and yeah, podcast. Yeah, say like no. it's kind of. So I thought I thought this <laughs> would be a really lot in fun. ten years. <laughs> I thought this would be really fun. I'm gonna set a timer for one and a half minutes. Ooh, one thirty. One and a half, okay. and we have to ping back and forth between life events as fast as we can to see how much we can get in one minute and thirty Got it. seconds. So I don't think we should do ten years because that wouldn't make sense. Let's do it probably from, from when we since met. we met. Two thousand ten. Sum it up. Ready? Oh. So our entire. But bi- only big life events, not small details like. I don't like what? Know. I don't know. Just keep it humans, <laughs> humans only, not moving or anything. <laughs> Just keep it real brief. All right. High All overview for Luke so he can skip the entire podcast that he's listened to. He can just <laughs> listen to this point. point. <laughs> yes, kidding. here Luke, we go, that's Luke. awesome. Thanks. All right. I actually think it's kind of fun. All right, All right ready? Yep. One minute and 30 seconds on the clock. I guess you want me to start? I'll let's, start. All right, let's go. Ready, go. 2010. I meet 2010. I meet Mike in a store called Zara. I ask her to lunch because she's beautiful, but she also thought I was super handsome and followed me on a store. Oh my gosh. I didn't follow him on a store. He asked me to lunch. We had mall lunch at Mikosina. I told the guy we were cousins, married cousins. and <laughs> That's right. And I realized he was so weird and I liked him. Uh, you broke up with me a couple weeks later because I was too nice. That, And then I realized that I was being dumb and I've only dated buttheads, so I need to give him a chance to come back. We got married one year later to the date in Cancun and the pastor's tooth fell out while he said Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh... Six months later, I get pregnant. Unfortunately, we miscarry. Uh, three or four months after that, you get pregnant with Vaughn. We're super happy. Yes. And then uh, Berkeley's born a year and a half later uh, on a trip in Cancun, a work trip. She wasn't born no, in Cancun. No, she was made on a... Okay, so I, she was made on a trip in Cancun, a business trip. Um, I get into business school. I start blogging out of boredom. Um, I... 30 seconds. Where are we? Uh, we have Vivian. Uh, you get pregnant with Vivian. Yay, I have Vivian. Um, also, I sh- start shooting a TV show. Um, COVID hits, I leave my job. Uh, COVID hits. Start we- entrepreneurial. Yeah, start yeah. Armor Coffee. We freak out because I'm filming and now Mike is trying to homeschool all the children as I'm filming a show. Yeah. Uh, we buy the brewery. 10 seconds. Go. I just said we bought the brewery. Um, we lock in our second location for a coffee shop. Well, you, Season two. Oh, that. season two. Yeah. Second location, coffee shop. No. Uh, third season. Uh, um, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we, we do a podcast here we are we start a podcast Boom. that's us in a nutshell oh my gosh there's like that was so like we missed a lot we missed a ton but that's okay at least we have that was kind of fun if we could fun. summarize our entire 12 years together in, in a minute and 30 seconds that would be incredibly i think we've weird. had a crazy life we have i do i feel like there's just it's constantly it's crazy it's wild it's life. it is wild like yeah. i remember even just like the tv show i remember always being like how do people get tv shows how does it even happen i remember being that person and now i'm like they literally emailed me yeah. like it's nuts that's yeah. how it happens i i spit i remember sitting and watching the voice with you back in our first house in in mckinney and mm-hmm. i remember like you could be on the show and i didn't even know how good of a singer you were you're good you're like what do you mean i'm like i think you would crush it it's like I know you can do the voice. this. I wouldn't crush it. You remember it. me saying that? I have a I have a, a good voice. And but then, like, but you not tried up for American Idol, so yeah, I didn't even. I got stuck in the freaking winners of all of the town's yeah. radio yeah. talent scouts. I had well, no it's chance because you came from. I was in Ke- round one. You came from Kelly Clarkson's town, and they were just like mm-hmm. they're like there's too many Burleson girls already. So yeah, let's, let's move on from her. Um, <laughs> yeah, give someone I, else a chance. Man, a lot. I mean, I I. I 
Well, that's an interesting question, Luke. I don't know if that was uh, if that if that satisfied the what you were looking for, but there you go. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> that was really shallow of a of a life story, but there you go. I want to thank you guys so much for submitting these. Is this um, it? Yes, this is it. We did fifteen. Dang! Did we do fifteen or thirteen? We did thirteen. I don't know. It's pretty thank quick. Thank y'all so much for sending these and for an awesome season one. We didn't even yeah. touch on this, but we hit over a million downloads. That's awesome. We hit a million pretty quickly and i just want to say thank, thank you, you so much for doing that yeah. for listening for listening to the whole thing um obviously if you're doing any kind of endeavor like this do it whether even if it's just your parents watching or listening right. or reading trust me i started from there um and i would say you know followers don't matter listens don't matter but and on the flip side, it's very fun and satisfying to have an audience like yeah. you guys who are listening and, and talking. And they're getting something out of time. it too. Like I said, again, you know, for yeah. the comments, the individuals who commented and gave us the positive feedback that this is bringing some value to their life. That's awesome. Even just making you laugh on it, like it's mindless. That's okay too. Oh my gosh. And thank you for sticking with us past like the first two episodes. <laughs> Mike and I really, it's just like anything else. You have to practice and there's yeah. a way to do podcasting. Um, we talked over each other constantly. What do you mean we talked over each other constantly? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Mike what are you doing? I, stop. stop it. <laughs> uh, Mike and I talk like that in real life. We do. And I feel like why it doesn't feel that way is because you have that visual of like pinging back and forth. So it's not so much, but when it's only voices, you really have to ping back and forth right. back. And so we've, I feel like we've gotten it down and we've improved so much as far as where we started. So thank you for sticking around yeah. because those first few episodes are rough. To all the third children out there, like I am. This is random. Um, I think we have learned, most third children learn that the only way to be heard is that you have to over-talk people. <laughs> and you get, Mike like, is like the king, <laughs> yes, interrupter. It's not, oh, I'm not an over-interrupter. I, you know, I mean, but I, <laughs> it's not necessarily interrupting. I get excited about it and things come in. It's like, but it's the candor. Like I think if, the candor, the cadence of talk. And I think if you see my family you know how we we interact yes. and we have to talk and and i think even looking at vivian i mean how many times are we just like so busy with other things and vivian's there's like mom 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 honey she's barely four i, know, I think that's but, normal but, but vaughn wasn't that way because we gave him all attention all the time well he's only yeah he was right the first you see kid. what i'm saying so it's i think there's somewhat of of kids in the position they are as far as for how you interject yeah. into conversations you gotta like you gotta put I yourself learned, in you gotta get your thoughts in well i learned really fast by being around you guys um your mom and you and your sisters everybody you had to interrupt otherwise they'd move on to the next thing well, you had like something to say about that topic but it's gone like your opportunity is yeah. gone they're there on to something else there should be no pauses between any voice ever <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It just constantly yeah. flows over each other. It's just a movement. It overlaps the yeah. conversation. So we've really had to work on pinging. And so thank you. I, all yeah. I'm saying is thank you. It took practice and we're still learning and we're still in our freaking guest bedroom at the foot of the bed. I That's do right. want to eventually film it to where you guys can see like our facial expressions and be more with us when we're recording. Um, yes. That's a whole nother level of, of learning, which is great because I like yeah. learning. It's a whole nother endeavor too, because we don't have any space that we can dedicate in our house. Like we are maxed out. And so I'm trying, we're trying to figure out. We do give up. We're not going to give up the guest bedroom. We can't. Probably what we should, you know, what we should have kept in here was the, was the Murphy bed. The Murphy bed, the, the desk that folds down. It's actually in storage, Jen. Yeah. We probably should have. But yeah. anyway. We won't, <laughs> we won't figure that out while we're talking. Let's discuss on air. Thanks.
thank you so much for an amazing season. Yeah. Let's give a clap, Mike. We finished season one. <laughs> We're clapping for ourselves. It's not weird. <laughs> Insert cheers. Yay! Thanks, guys. No, this has been fun. Thank you for doing this with me, Jen. I am... I really enjoy this. I know we've been talking about this forever and we actually made it happen. Yes. How many episodes are we in now? We did 10, but with bonus. Yeah. As it's well. Nice. So we did a lot. I want to give a quick clap to one of my best friends in the whole world, Charity. She is my editor, producer, producer. however you want to call 13 it. 13 Media. 13 Media. She is the one that was like, you need to do a podcast. Yep. Why we're down. You've talked about it for years. I will edit it and take yeah. some work off your plate. You need to do it. She's so incredibly talented. She is amazing. Let's give her a clap. Yay, Charity. And if you guys have not, if you have young kids and you want to listen to um, put a podcast on for your kids, they're short and sweet and it's adorable. So freaking brilliant. ABC Story so Sisters. So smart. Yes. Right now they're in The Little Mermaid and Berkeley is That's a flounder right. in it. Um, ABC Story Sisters. Go check them out wherever you listen to your podcast because it is an adorable it is. Story time podcast for kids. So maybe after the new year, we'll figure out when we're gonna start up. But we'll let you know. Follow on Instagram. I'm the Rambling Redhead. If you're somehow found us and organically, I'm Mike, <laughs> Mike Todrick at Mike Todrick. If you found us organically um, through listening to podcasts, you can follow on Instagram for updates on when we are going to, I guess, launch season yeah. two. Yeah, it's been exciting. Thank you yes. guys again for all the positive feedback, yes. all the comments, all the five star reviews. Keep putting them if you haven't done it yet. Slap it in the comments there because slap it in. Sla- go ahead, go ahead, smash, smash that, that go ahead, like smash button. that five star like button. <laughs> five star like button. It's a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tell people. But if you like this thing, and you got a lot out of this thing. Tell your friends about it as well. Yes, thank. I like don't want to hang up the phone. I feel like you hang up. I love you. No, you hang up. I love you. No, you hang up. I love you more. Thank you guys so much. You hang up. Have a wonderful rest of your week. I hope you guys the merriest Christmas. Happy yes, holidays, happy whatever holidays, you're celebrating. Yeah. Have so much fun. Eat. We love you guys so much. Thank you. Okay, this is getting really drawn out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll hang up now. I'm just kidding. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. You, Me, and Mike is a production of The Rambling Redhead from 13 Media. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. While you're at it, leave us a five-star rating while you're there. For a daily dose of our crazy lives, follow us on Instagram at The Rambling Redhead and at Mike Todrick. And catch No Moreno on HGTV.